타오르네 What's up? We have entered the 10th level of Jumanji that is October 2020. So let's begin by introducing your host. I am Tanisha Sharma, also known as Potato Head, and I'm going to be talking about the biggest boy band in the world right now, BTS, and all of K-pop and other subjects as well. I'm going to get to that later on. Uh anyway, so it's October already and we have officially begun Jimtober in the Bangtan world. That is our beloved, lovely cutie pie. Park Jimin our mochi's birthday so his birthday is coming up on October 13th all of korea especially seoul and his hometown busan are literally turning into jimin land like there are led billboards all over the buildings and there are jimin's life size cutouts on the streets there are special menus in restaurants and food chains named after jimin i want to go to korea as well anyway let's talk about what happened in the past two days see I realized something after starting this podcast all year long BTS kept feeding me and us and we didn't realize but now that I sit down to talk about BTS every two days I have so much to talk about them I know people say that standing just one group is boring but when the group is BTS you have no idea how to keep up with BTS I am sorry I am trying to process a tremendous amount of insane information See there has not been one dry month since 2020 started. January Winter Flower, February MOTS7 the album, March Who and Sweet Night, May 8 August D2, June Still With You, July MOTS7 The Journey, August Dynamite, September Blueberry Eyes, October Savage Love Remix, November B. And then you can add in the BTS run, V lives, YouTube lives, in the soup various interviews and performances. New music every month i am so well fed in this fandom but the thing is i am a multi stan and this is october it's actually the monstober of disney channel so many of my favorites are having their comebacks and then there is bts feeding us content like every day every single day what am i going to do No, but I'm serious. The whole fandom is in chaos right now because I am on Twitter and my whole timeline is like you know, part of them are talking about the Samsung promo for Dynamite. Part of them are still crying over the UN speech. Another part talking about the soup and Sokjin asking Taekwook if they're dating. And someone in Indonesia Master Chef bought an RJ because it's their lucky charm. I mean, I get the part of lucky charm, but it was like a huge RJ stuffed doll. just sitting there on the counter while she was just you know cooking and even the judges were like what is that doll doing there is that the is that an rj and i was like rj is going places anyway i'm still over the moon about getting dynamite again billboard number 1 and getting a billboard all kill truly breaking records and making history see i saw this post on twitter about an anti bts account asking do you think the billboard chart number 1 of bts was likely to be manipulated by the armies and the reply gosh the reply the reply was something like you know what yes it's manipulated let me tell you so you can do this for your favorites as well one day my army's friends and i were talking about how bts were being treated unfairly and not taken seriously by the west we decided to do something about it the plan was to break into billboard's headquarters and make dynamite number 1 
the day came and we were all ready and dressed in black outfits. After hours of driving, we finally arrived at Billboard headquarters. We exploded the walls and did some ninja moves. After we completed the laser obstacle course, another obstacle came in our path. There was a guard guarding our final entrance. My friend looked at me and said, I know what to do. Leave this to me. She took out her backpack and took out pictures of Jin and V. She sneaked up behind the guard and immediately showed the pictures to him. The guard suddenly fainted after witnessing such heavenly visuals of Jin and V. My friend and I high-fived each other. As we got to the final obstacle, there was another guy in the main control room. He guarded the charts. Suddenly, I got an idea. I got long strings and my BT21 cookie. I tied cookie to the strings and threw him to the main control room where the guy was sitting. He fell for it and started following Cookie as it led him away. My friend and I quickly went inside the main control room and started hacking. After we hacked, the final step was to hit enter. We did. My friend and I cheered and high-fived. Tomorrow, everyone will see dynamite number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And then I woke up. Quickly got up from my bed and checked the Billboard chart. I saw this. Seriously guys, is it so hard for you to give credits and just accept that a Korean boy group did that? That, yes, billboard all kill, that. <sighs> there was another post about BTS going to the UN to give a speech again. She said, BTS already did a speech before, UN should have given other artists a chance. A girl group who is also popular and doing their best to promote women empowerment, maybe UN is anti-women. I mean, what are you trying to say? Do you really think that UNICEF, UNGA, UN, are they your K-pop award shows that other groups need a chance? <sighs> but then Forbes surprised everyone by releasing an article that was titled BTS didn't cheat their way to number one on the Hot 100. They just beat other artists at their own game. Can I marry a headline please? <sighs> I never thought I'd actually see a headline about Bangtan like this. Ah, the shade in the headline itself. And then in the interview, Jungkook, he mentioned about how they actually practiced the pronunciation of words, translated it to Korean for them to understand the song and feel the emotions of the song. See, they work hard in order to make their music reachable to everyone. And I think that is the reason Dynamite has been doing so well. And I'm so proud of them. Moving on, Let's move on to someone that is treating BTS right. I'm talking about the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon's BTS Week. I am genuinely tearing up hearing John Cena praise and talk about BTS. The way he said, the way they conduct themselves as human beings. That fucking changed the world. I was watching John Cena's interview on my breakfast table with all of my family members along with me. The moment I put up John Cena's interview, my brother looked up to me and he said, wait, you're not watching BTS, you're watching John Cena instead. And I was like, just stop and watch. And then he started talking about BTS and my dad just goes like, wait, he listens to BTS? And I'm like, he's a massive army dad. See, it's amazing and it's very motivating and breaking stereotypes. He said, I first got interested in their music and then I got interested in what their music stood for. I don't care how you feel about them. I don't care if it's your bag or not. I get it. It's music. You have your opinion to like what you want. But the way they conduct themselves as human beings, 
the message they send to the world man that's something special john cena talking about how the message bts spread across the world has inspired millions of people to do good change for the better and use their power for philanthropic causes yeah i'm actually going to fucking cry now he gets it he really gets it like and moreover john cena just went on like a 3 minute rant about how bts and how amazing they are on national tv he did not miss a single point he got the music he got the rap the influences the lyrics the message the fans the philanthropy everything i just thought about how i really hope bts see john cena's interview because namjoon in his vlive was voicing anxieties about whether people really look into the lyrics and take the time to understand their message and john cena is here to tell them yes we do but let's talk about the performance that happened yesterday they performed home like yes everybody just stay at home be safe but anyways the performance that was not a performance that was a whole music video we're going to make that our official music video for home the level of production only bts can relate to it firstly the women illusion in the mirror someone just said that the mirror resembled mirror of erized and i just lost it i was so close to crying like you didn't have to come at me like that you didn't have to attack my heart like that <sighs> and then ot7 having fun in the kitchen and being a chaotic mess it's a wholesome content jin was literally beating the mixer like what did that do to you bro jungkook was nonchalantly doing pull-ups on the cupboard jimin was squatting on the breakfast stool and twerking in tiny taeyang was hitting jin with pieces of food when he was singing Jimin and Jungkook entering the revolving square room and meeting all the members is literally the coolest thing. And the transition from Hoseok's hype verse to Yoongi's quick rap is just amazing. And not at Namjoon for running around the couch with a pillow in hand like the tiny boy he is. Ah, oh, that was such a happy video. After all of that performance today, they were the lead guests for the whole interview. for the whole show they were one of the lead guests they did an act that was called bts dance your feelings and jin basically won it i mean he's an acting major what were you expecting but apart from all of that i really want to congratulate the stylist that put sook jin in a crop top i am thankful for that but talking about the interview when all of the boys were with jimmy fallon i mean online obviously but he the way he was talking to them it was so casual and yet so endearing to watch i mean anything bts does is endearing to watch but at the same time the way he was relating to the new album reminiscing about the grand central performance he was fanboying so hard over watching them june and jimmy talking about what a big deal the on performance at the station was and then he asked questions that nobody really does ask them He asked them what they were like in high school. It's such a casual question. And I love you Jimmy Fallon for that. I love you. And the answers were hilarious. Like June being like I was just a nerd. I just used to study. Jimin was like, "Yeah, I was an extraordinary student." Whereas Taeyang was like, "I was a very bad student." And Jimin was the only one. See, the moment Taeyang was asked about his high school, he just went like me and Jimin, like literally nobody. But they Me and Jimin let me tell you about Jimin you know me and Jimin I mean okay I get it we men but <sighs> high school best friend 
Can't help it. Anyway, so when it came to Yungi, he just went like, he just said, in a class, there's always that one student that is really bad at studying, and that student was me. And he was basically like, to be honest, fuck school, man. We have more important things to do in life. And Jin basically interrupted him and said, if school was not permanent, you would have not even been there. Like, that energy. I need that energy in my life. Coming to Jungkook, Jungkook's whole high school years was when he was with Bangtan. Like, when he entered high school, he was with Bangtan. When he graduated, he was with Bangtan. Literally nobody. JK just breathes and all of Bangtan is like, you are our child. We we raised you. Everybody was literally fighting over him. Like, I was the one who raised you. I was the one who took you to school. I was the one who took you, who fed you. I was the one who bought your meals. Like, wah. And then comes Jung Ho Sak. He's literally the popular kid. He went into a school festival that was equivalent to a prom in at their time. He danced there, he sang there, and then he decided that this is what he wants to do in his life. Anyway, Sokjin, I think Sokjin's answer was pretty normal. He was like, I goofed around with my friends, everything was normal. It was just a normal childhood. There was nothing outstanding about his high school. Anything I relate to that. Today's performance was Black Swan. You have no idea how amazing, how beautiful the whole performance was. The whole set design, it was like an abandoned castle or an abandoned church with unattended trees and moss all over it. And in the middle, all seven of them are dancing and singing like forest fairy princess. The visual. I have no idea what the stylists are up to. They again put Jungkook in a see-through shirt with a man bun. Why are you trying to destroy armies? Do you have no pity on us? Like, please, like, give us one day. One day to just breathe. You keep attacking us. And then another video came up about BTS playing basketball on Bangtan TV. And then I realized that even Namjoon was wearing a see-through shirt. Like, wow. BTS are just raising the bar of performances every single day. And I don't think any of Western artists can even compare to it. After watching these performances, if they don't get a Grammy performance, it's just a waste. Like, you can just understand. Even after this, if they don't get a fucking Grammy, you realize how bad that is? <sighs> okay, this just got very emotional, so I'm just gonna wrap it up. And uh, I guess that's it for today. I will see you with another episode of Being Tanisha Sharma very soon. And by that time, maybe I'll be talking about a new comeback coming this October. And about BTS performances for the rest of the week. Three done, four to go. So I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Annyeong.